Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is another episode of Dictations. And in this conversation, Dr. Rogers and I talk about the importance of sleep. Now, most of you probably know about the importance of sleep and um, how that's kind of foundational to your health and feeling great the next day. Um, in this conversation, we dig into the weeds a little bit. Uh, we get into the why and uh, why sleep should be at the center of, of your health and wellness journey. Um, so anyways, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Um, and I'll let you get to it. Here it is. Conversation on sleep. Dr. Rogers, I hear you talk a whole lot about how sleep or lack thereof can affect your health and how getting a good night's rest is one of the most important things you can do for energy levels and just for your health and well-being. Um, talk to us a little bit of why, about why that is. Well, you know, your body really regenerates during sleep. Um, exercise is good. Nutrition is good. Sleep is just as important. Um, so if you're not sleeping a quality night's sleep, not only does it create daytime drowsiness and ineffectiveness at work or play, but it also causes disease like heart disease, cancer. Um, it, it really is, it, it, it can cause early death without doubt. So sleep's very important. If you're not sleeping well, you need to, to think about some of these things. You know, we, we're all the time sending people for sleep studies because they have sleep apnea, if they're overweight, and maybe even if they're not overweight, but um, sleep is really, really important. And just because even just because you sleep for seven or eight hours, it doesn't mean you're getting a good night's sleep. There's different stages of sleep. Well, so, yeah, talk to me a little bit more about that, because the first thing that I was thinking of was, was, you know, one, the people who stop breathing during their sleep. And I understand how that would be bad for their health. But what about the people who just don't really get into that really deep sleep during the night and don't feel rested in the morning? Right. Well, there's really five stages of sleep. On stage one, it's where you're really transitioning between being slightly awake and falling asleep. Your heart rate starts to slow down. Your breathing slows. You That's when you kind of twitch. You know, right before you go, you may have a, a muscle twitch during yeah, stage yeah. one sleep. Um, and then stage two um, lasts about 45 minutes. Your body continues to relax. Heart rate and core temperature drops. And then hopefully you're going into stage three and four, which are deep sleep. And that's where your muscles are completely relaxed. Your heart rate and breathing are, are at their slowest. Uh, your brain activity is minimal. Um, if you looked at your brain waves, um, you get glimpses of them, but it's a really different kind of uh, wave. If you do an EEG on somebody that's in these, these stages, um, it's, it's really important. It's also known as delta sleep. So that stages three and four, just call them deep sleep or delta sleep. Um, and that's what the important sleep is. Um, some people never go into it. Stage five is called REM sleep, R-E-M. stands for rapid eye movement. And it happens at the end of that 90-minute cycle. You cycle in 90-minute segments throughout the night. And about 25% of your nighttime sleep is spent in REM and um, that's where you have dreams and it's right before you kind of return to a more wakeful state so that's important too but um, like I said the deep sleep is real important 
Um, memory and learning are supported. And a lot of it has to do with hormones and glucose metabolism. Um, it, it, it seems like it's, it's, it's that we're not regenerating. Um, if, if we're not getting a good night's nice rest, how exactly does that cause disease? You know, I, well, I see how we're tired, but how does it cause disease? Well, that's when tissues heal, immune functions restored. It kind of reboots you. It's almost like a computer it reboots. So it, it otherwise you're just going to chronically wear out. You're going to get inflamed and and uh, overweight, um, and it's, you're going to have almost every disease you can think about could be affected by poor sleep. How exactly does it does it cause you to gain weight? Is it that well, your stress levels? Um, a lot of it has to do with glucose metabolism. Um, one thing I'll tell you, a sleepy brain is an impaired brain. It's an inflamed brain. And it actually, when you're sleepy or impaired during the day, you're, you're more likely to feel hungry and reach for sugar and uh, skip a workout or be emotional when your brain isn't rested. What are some signs that you're not getting a good night's sleep? Well, if you feel exhausted during the day or wake up tired, if you get sick a lot and you're not energized by your workouts, um, you're probably not getting a quality sleep. Um, a, lot, a lot of people wear those like Fitbits or Apple watches and they can look at your sleep patterns a little bit, but how well they determine your sleep quality is kind of unknown. So, but um, it's definitely worth doing. Really? So, so the thing I'm, I'm taking from that is, you can you, you know whether or not you got a good night's rest by how you feel in the morning. Right, and how you feel during the day. And how, yeah, how, how much coffee do you have to drink, that, that sort of thing. Um, right. Okay, so, so let's talk about the relationship between diet and sleep. Well, you know, I'm always uh, talking about the low-carb eating, even keto. And there's no doubt that um, an effective low-carb diet – which turns you into a fat burner, um, will improve your sleep. Um, you, when you stop eating carbs and actually get into ketosis, you initially may have trouble sleeping uh, until you get kind of keto adapted, but then you'll really adjust and you'll probably sleep better by eating less carbs and even doing intermittent fasting, you know, where you don't eat at night. Um, but it takes a little getting used to, but there's no doubt that you'll lose weight by going lower carb and um, have less stress. The, the, the keto diet in itself is a very anti-inflammatory diet for your brain. Um, you know, they're treating people with Alzheimer's with keto diet and it's really helping them out. They're treating autism with it and various, you know, traumatic brain injury and just an amazing array of diseases. Epilepsy, one very effective treatment for seizures is, is going keto. So it's really, really good for your brain. The keto diet or even just a low carb diet with intermittent fasting is really very good for your brain. And that's where you're, that's what controls your sleep is your brain. Um, as, as we start to, to wrap up here, how, how long should people kind of take to fall asleep? How long does it take somebody to, to get to sleep? 
Well, it should take, you know, about 10 or 15 minutes. Again, I'm, I'm big on, as you get older, taking melatonin. I think melatonin has a lot of positive benefits besides sleep, but, you know, it's very innocuous. It's not going to hurt you. Finding the right dose is important, but I, I think everybody that had a little bit of age on them ought to take melatonin. Uh, and magnesium as well, I, I believe you've, Exactly about. right. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Magnesium is really, really important to help relax you and get you into that quality sleep. It prevents cardiac arrhythmias during the night. There's just so many good things magnesium does, and we're all deficient. But, you know, for better sleep, you need to get on a schedule, get, go to bed the same time, get up the same time, exercise regularly, but not right before you go to bed. Get a nice, relaxing bedtime routine. Don't drink coffee in the afternoon. And, you know, think about a, a sleep support vitamin like melatonin, you know, um, which can kind of calm you down a little bit. Valerian, chamomile, uh, there's certain things that can uh, increase serotonin, lower stress and cortisol and improve your quality of sleep. Um, well, um, well, Dr. Rush, that, that sounds like we're, uh, we're about done. And it, it just it seems to me that, that sleep is like the catalyst it's like the the thing that leads to all the other good things or bad things, one or the other. Does that sound exactly. right to you? Exactly right. And as you get older, you, not many people I know sleep very well. So you need to really look at it and make an effort to find out why you're not sleeping, especially if you have sleep apnea. Um, and uh, just get get sleeping. It's important. Are, are you are you an advocate of the seven to nine hours? Is that kind of what how you coach people? That's about right. Okay. All right. Well, Dr. Roger, I appreciate your time. Uh, we will see you as always next week. Thanks, man. All right. Bye.